0: Welcome to a new episode of the Woman of Faith in Leadership Podcast. I'm Ricca Whelan, your host. Now I do have a podcast announcement that I would like to make at the beginning of this episode, and it's an interesting one. Now, a little while ago, I let the listeners know that I was gonna go down from three episodes to two episodes. However, that you all would know that one of the pillars of this podcast. Is boundaries okay? And I've always always been extremely honest with everyone on this podcast about a lot of a lot of things. Um, yeah, a lot of things that I never thought I would tell people. I'm telling the whole wide world on this podcast. But in all honesty, boundaries has always been something that I've struggled with, and hence the reason why it's a pillar of the podcast. Because I I can share some of the struggles, but also how to overcome those struggles. Now on boundaries is I find myself in a place where I'm, I'm pulled in all different types of directions and I think it potentially it was obvious to a couple of people, a couple of listeners that I'm a bit of a workaholic and I can overwork myself very, very easily. And um, I really enjoyed all uh, doing all the episodes, going down from three episodes to two episodes was difficult but I felt at that point in time it was a no-brainer, it was something that I had to do and now I'm going down to one episode a week and the reason why I have, I have to absolutely do that is again because of the, that word called boundaries. I'm in the process of launching my brand new G2G program, so that's Gossip to Growth, my my Gossip to Growth program, and it's it's huge, it's bigger than (laughs) Ben-Hur, bigger than what I thought it was going to be, but that's because I've never launched a program before and it's the first time for me doing that, and I want to do it well, I want to do it justice because This program 100% comes from God. It's a program that is inspired by him. It's inspired by his word and the program will include an online course. There'll be a virtual program where you can do Zoom face-to-face meetings with me, not in person but virtually from wherever you are in the world and as you will know I'm also launching the book that goes along with that. So if you want to keep up to date with any of my launch information, you can subscribe to my newsletter. If you go to womenoffaithinleadership.com, there's a subscribe button that'll take you straight to the subscription where you can go and subscribe. Just put your first name and email address. That's basically all I need and I can keep you up to date with the launch of the online course, the virtual program and the book. So I'm going, trading along nicely but I do need more time. And so going down to one episode a week will also mean I can streamline a bit more of my business processes. And that is a, that has been a big thing for me, big project work here going on, where I'm thinking about business processes and how I can make things a little bit more smoother for me as a single person, establishing and running a business with three children from home, and also keeping up with all the housework, which I'm not keeping up to date at all at the moment. (laughs) Um, You know, making dinners, planning meals, doing all sorts of those things. So yes, going down to one episode a week as of this week. So you'll only have today's episode and then you have We'll have a week to look forward to the next episode. So I know I have pulled it away slowly but surely from three to two to one. But I'm excited for what this new journey will look like and for what the new year will look like. And I truly feel as if God has got big, big, big plans for my business. And putting these boundaries in place, putting more streamlined Processes in place will really help me. Will help you as a listener as well, and things will make more sense. Because I, I kind of feel as if things are all over the place at the moment. But with this new system that I'm implementing, it will not be. So very excited about that. Okay, I will jump straight into a review, and the review is from LC one nine o nine one nine seven nine, and they say well worth listening. Being a Christian leader as as a woman is hard. So thankful I have found this. Well, thank you for your review. I really appreciate it. And ultimately, I am here for you. This is you, the listener. I'm here for you. I'm here to bring you courage and and to bring you the word of God and everything else in between faith, boundaries, workplace culture and leadership. That is what I am here for. I know you are here for that as well. And in today's episode, I'll be busting five myths about workplace gossip, the one thing I'm most passionate about, to eradicate. Okay, let's do it. As Christian women in leadership, we often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members. You once felt passionate about leadership, but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change. You feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it? Friend, you're in the right place. Here, we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head on with a faith based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies, wisdom, and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rika Whelan, and welcome to the Woman of Faith. In Podcast. Together, we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy, and let's jumpstart your leadership. There are things that we all believe about workplace gossip. And before I jump into these five myths, they can also be called limiting beliefs the reason why leaders don't tackle workplace gossip is because of these limiting beliefs that they have or these myths that they believe about workplace gossip so before we move on ask yourself this question what do i believe or think what's the first thing that pops into my mind if i think about workplace gossip do you feel icky about it does it, is it happening at your workplace at the moment and you kind of just want to put it out of your mind as quickly as possible? Again, you don't actually want to think about it. You force yourself to think about something else. You see it as a really big issue, but you again push it aside because you don't know how to deal with it. Or the person who gossips is a really difficult person and you just don't want to deal with that person. Pause me for a minute and really go and think about workplace gossip. If you need to grab a notebook and pen, do that. It's quite important before you can make a difference or start tackling workplace gossip that you know and understand what are your limiting beliefs. What are the things that you believe about workplace gossip? And it's those things that you believe that could potentially be holding you back from dealing with workplace gossip and tackling it head on. Workplace gossip is a common phenomenon. We all know it exists, we all know it happens, and I hear stories on a daily basis from different organizations, different people, just so many different people who say that workplace gossip is this big issue. But the issue that I see with all of that is that that there's so few people that are willing to tackle workplace gossip head on. And it is a problem. It's 100% a problem. And with God's help, it's 100% my mission to equip leaders to eradicate gossip and to keep it that way. And that's why I'm so excited about my new G2G program that I'm launching next year because it's going to be so powerful. It's going to equip leaders to eradicate gossip but to also keep it like that forever or for a very 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 long time hopefully forever (laughs) okay so let's jump into what are the five myths of workplace gossip that leaders believe that limits them to deal with workplace gossip number one workplace gossip is inevitable and it happens in every workplace Okay, so there's two parts to this this one. Workplace gossip is inevitable and happens in every workplace. Yes, it is definitely right. Workplace gossip does happen in every workplace. However, the actual bit that is not true is that workplace gossip is inevitable. It's only inevitable if you tolerate it and it's only inevitable if you allow it. So leaders can no longer waste any time on tolerating workplace gossip, tolerating the people who are gossiping and not doing anything about it. If leaders truly want to foster a culture of open communication, have transparency and respect, then something has to be done. And it's the fact that we are tolerating the workplace gossip, we're tolerating the people, and we're making excuses for these people and say, oh, that's just their personality, that's just the way they are, they've always been like that, you know. I've worked here for 20 years and they've always been like that. That Just no, just absolutely no, that that cannot be happening. So myth number one, workplace gossip is inevitable and happens in every workplace. It's only inevitable if it's tolerated, that's it. It's as simple as that. If your if your organisation tolerates it, then yes, it's inevitable. So myth busted. It's not inevitable, and it doesn't happen in every workplace because I've been a part of workplaces that that do not tolerate gossip and that tackle gossip head on and any other issues workplace culture issues for that matter, which makes it not inevitable. Definitely the opposite of inevitable. (laughs) Okay. Myth number two, I don't have time to deal with gossip. Okay. That isn't the number two reason why organizations still have a gossip problem. It's because they think they don't have time to deal with gossip. And in particular, leaders find themselves being extremely busy and they sit at their desk. They have things that they have to get done But what they're doing is they're putting out fires the whole day long. Leaders are putting out fires the whole day long. And therefore they think, because I'm putting out these fires the whole day long, I don't have time to do with workplace gossip. But let me bust that myth and say that if you dealt with the gossip then you would be putting out less fires. There would be less mediation, less conflict resolution. There would be less fires to put out because you've actually dealt with the root cause of the workplace culture issue, which is gossip. Leaders want to tackle other workplace cultural issues. They want to get workplace culture coaches in. They want to have professional development on workplace culture. But the root of the problem is gossip and the tolerance thereof. And as soon as organizations, as soon as leaders, as soon as you, the listener, know and realize that you do not have to tolerate gossip. There is actually something you can do about it. Your workplace environment will actually be better. Yes, there are steps that you have to put in place. That's fine. With any project, with any new thing, there will always be steps that you have to put into place. But it is is possible. Leaders, let me talk to you about your time. You actually have the time, and I'm being straightforward with you, straight shooting here. You actually do have time to deal with workplace gossip. The reason why you are not dealing with it and the reason why you think you don't have the time is because you do not know how to deal with it and you've put it in the too hard box. It's somewhere there on your to-do list, but by a Friday afternoon when you see that thing, you're like, that's too big for me to deal with on a Friday afternoon, I'll leave it again until next week. Come next week, same thing happens. You do all the little tasks first because they make you feel accomplished. But when you come to the big thing of dealing with gossip, you push it out and push it out and push it out because you do not know what to do. And that is with any project, with anything, not just for dealing with workplace gossip, dealing with difficult people, conflict resolution. We keep on putting these things off because we don't actually know how to deal with it. We don't actually have the time to go and do the research, speak to the people, do professional development ourselves to learn how to deal with this. Why? Because again, we don't think we have the time. So my challenge to you, if this is you and you believe you do not have the time, is start believing that I actually have the time. Time's not the problem. The issue is that I do not know how to deal with it and I need a solution. Okay. If this is you, then 100% the upcoming G2G Gossip to Growth program is going to be for you because I'm going to give you the steps that you need to follow and I'm going to hold your hand. And you will no longer be able to say, I don't have the time or I don't know how to deal with this because I'm going to give to you the answers that you were looking for and the steps that you are looking for. And that, in that, we're going to take it out of the too hard box and put it in the action box. This needs to happen today. Now, myth number three, adults should be able to deal with their own conflict and they don't need a mediator. I have heard this one before, where leaders think, well, you know, these people are adults. They don't need me to come and mediate for them. I'm not their parent. And I also recently heard someone say, I don't mind dealing with people. I just don't like dealing with stupid people. Okay, pardon my language. But the problem that I have with that, with that, (laughs) apologies to the person who said that. I won't mention your name if you're listening to this, but the problem that I have With that is that my common sense and your common sense are not the same. I cannot go to you and say, well, this is common sense. How did you not know that you should do that? Because my common sense and your common sense is not the same. You are not the same culture as I. You don't have the same background as I. We did not grow up in the same household. We did not have the same parents who taught us the same things. People are different, they've got different backgrounds, different knowledge, different skills, different culture, different beliefs, and therefore you cannot think that it is common sense that people will know how to deal with conflict. People do not know. So you have to be the person who helps them, you have to be the person who mediates for them and guides them and helps them. But again, you can mediate this conflict, that's fine, that's not a problem. But you have to get to the root cause of why did the conflict occur? Was it because of gossip? And I've got a previous episode on why did conflict occur. Sometimes it's a difference of opinion, different of culture, or different background, or different goals. There's many different things. Why, there's many reasons why people could have had a conflict. But again, if gossip was the issue, you have to tackle the gossip problem. So... Do not believe that adults should be able to deal with their own conflict and they don't need a mediator. They do. They do need you to help them, okay? They're not the same people. They don't understand how to deal with conflict and unless you've given them the tools to deal with conflict, they're not going to be able to do it successfully. As a leader, it is your role to ensure that there's peace amongst your employees and amongst your team, Therefore, sometimes you have to step in as a mediator. Sometimes you have to be that neutral third party that can provide guidance and support for them to resolve their conflict. Sometimes they just need that external person to say, hey, this is how I see it from your perspective. This is how I see it from your perspective. This is a middle way. What do you think about that? And mediation can actually help ensure that all parties involved have a chance to be heard, and then that a fair resolution is reached. So that's why mediation can be quite important, and you cannot just leave people to deal with their own conflict. You have to at least start them off or help them, and then allow them to sort it out by themselves. Myth number four, gossip is just harmless banter. I've heard that before as well, and if people believe that gossip is just harmless banter, I've got a big problem with that, because it's not. And just yesterday, just yesterday, I heard a story again of a rumor that's going around the workplace about someone's personal life. And my first thought was, what does that have to do with anybody in the workplace? It's not work related. It's got to do about their personal life. It's got nothing to do with the people at work. But why do we love these gossip juicy stories? And in this, in this instance of this person, what it does is it's reputational damage because of what, what happened in this person's personal life. It didn't even happen at work. It happened at, in their personal life outside of work. Now, all of a sudden, this story gets pulled into the work environment and it causes reputational damage. Because honestly, if you see that person now, you're going to think about them differently, But actually what happened in their personal life has got nothing to do with their work life and now all of a sudden those boundaries are crossed. So gossip is absolutely not harmless banter. It can cause a lot of damage. It can cause damage to the person individually. It can also cause a lot of damage to the organisation. And I have spoken about this in previous podcasts as well. Go and have a listen. But definitely it can cause... Damage reputations it can create toxic work environment it can lead to a decrease of trust amongst employees can you imagine if that person who's being gossiped about comes in and hears that he's what happened in his personal life is out in the open and he trusted one person with that information and that person said to another person look I'm going to tell you this but you can't tell anybody else just it's just between you and me then they tell them that information then that person goes to another person and says i'm not actually meant to tell you this but this is what i heard but please just promise me you're not going to tell anybody else then that person goes to another person and says look i'm actually not meant to tell you this but this is what i heard about that person can you believe it then that person goes to another person and it just it's just it's ex- it's exactly it's just so, so, so unacceptable and toxic that things like this are still happening in today's society. Because one person says to the other person, but please don't tell anybody else, I'm going to trust you with this. And it creates this whole revolving door of mistrust amongst people. Because if that story comes out, that whole Chinese whispers, and apologies, thats it's actually so I don't even know why it's called Chinese Whispered. Why, why is it not called Mexican whispers or American whispers or South African whispers? I don't know. <laughs> if somebody knows, come and post it on the Facebook group. <laughs> I have no idea why it's called that. But if all of these whispers from one person to another person to another person to another person, then it gets back to the original source, then it causes this whole thing of mistrust amongst the team. Because And now everybody's going to feel a resentment towards the other person because I thought I trusted you to tell, I thought I trusted you, but now you've told someone else. So then there's resentment, there's mistrust. And all of a sudden this whole team that, that was a very good and nice team that worked together, Now, all of a sudden, there's this mistrust and resentment. So it's just, oh, just please don't do it. If you're involved in something like that, please don't do it. If you tolerate it in your environment at the moment, please do something about it urgently. Do not keep on tolerating it. Myth number five, ignoring gossip is the best strategy. Oh, I've heard this one so many times. If you ignore it, it'll go away unfortunately, it's not going to go away. Leaders can no longer afford to ignore gossip because it's not going to go away. But what it is going to do, it's going to cause havoc in your workplace culture, which will have so much other damage, like I've already mentioned before. So really, if you continue ignoring gossip. It's going to perpetuate false information. It's going to allow conflict to escalate. It's going to create a culture of fear and mistrust and instead of addressing the gossip directly you are just ignoring it and allowing these people to do whatever they want in your organization. So no, ignoring gossip is not the best strategy. Myth it. It's absolutely not because it just wreaks havoc in your organization. It wreaks havoc in your work Place culture with mistrust amongst people. And the last thing you need is for workplace culture to cause so much damage when all that you could have done, all that you could have done is to, to not tolerate it anymore. And I know that this will push a lot of people out of their comfort zone because one reason why people do not deal with workplace gossip and why they ignore it is because they have a fear of conflict. Leaders do not want to have conflict with other people, and therefore they would rather just ignore the gossip because they don't want to deal with the conflict. However, I've said this before in my podcast, and I want to say it again. If the other person reacts incorrectly when you speak to them about their their gossip, their reaction is not on you. Their reaction is on them. 1% of people, this is a statistic that I read, 1% of people are unreasonable when you speak to them, but 99% of people are actually reasonable and will admit that they've done something wrong. But because of the 1%, we avoid talking to everyone because we just don't know who's going to be that 1% of people who's going to fight with us. And remember, people usually get defensive if they're guilty. So if a person gets defensive, again, that whole reaction's on them. You stop the meeting and you say, I can see you're getting upset right now. So how about we take a break? We come back again tomorrow and we can talk about this again when you're a little bit more calm because we do need to talk about this. But you also need to prepare before the time. So you can't just go in and go and be attacking to that person. You also have to be calm on your end. And if you're feeling really angry about something that's happened, absolutely do not go and speak to that person about it when you're angry because that will just end up in a disaster itself and you will shoot yourself in the foot, lose respect amongst your peers as well for doing the wrong thing. I'm saying that out of experience. I've done that. I have I have spoken up or spoken to someone when I was really angry about something just because I was really passionate about this gossip issue and about treating people fairly, spoke to the person, came out wrong, and that person lost all respect for me and quit their job and left. Potentially, that was not a bad thing because they didn't, obviously didn't want to do the right thing, but as a leader, I didn't feel accomplished and I felt awful that that had happened. That was not the right way to deal with it. Okay, so I'm going to repeat those five myths or limiting beliefs again. And what I want you to do is come and jump into the Facebook group, Facebook community, and come and share with us what are the limiting beliefs that you have. I'll put it up as a poll, and we can start a conversation, start a conversation on that, and and. Subscribe to my newsletter. See when this G2G program comes out and if it will be an option for you to jump into the program and have me help you get rid of workplace gossip. So myth number one, workplace gossip is inevitable and happens in every workplace. Myth number two, I don't have time to deal with gossip. Myth number three, adults should be able to deal with their own conflict and don't need a mediator. Myth four, gossip is harmless banter and myth five, ignoring gossip is the best strategy. Well, I hope you all have now know that those are just myths. They're not real, they're not true, and they're limiting you from dealing with workplace gossip. If you need help, please reach out to me at support at or find me on the Facebook community. You can go to womenoffaithinleadership.com and navigate to the community from there. Or you can go straight to Facebook and search Women of Faith in Leadership Community. And you can join there. Please make sure you answer the questions before you go in. Those questions help and inform me of what podcast episodes to record and how I can serve you best. That is why I'm here. And then that is all from me. I look forward to seeing you all again next week. That is very strange to say. Next week for the next episode and it's almost Christmas I can't believe it today is the 11th of December I'm actually recording this episode on the 11th of December usually I'm a little bit more ahead of the time I usually record it um, a week or two ahead but this is one of the reasons why I'm going down to one day a week is because um, yeah three kids at home working from home only having a little bit of time to actually work on my business I've had to put some boundaries in place so here you go. I hope you all enjoy the rest of your week. I really look forward to connecting with you, even um, either on my newsletter or in the Facebook community, on Instagram or on Facebook on the page, or yeah, email me if there's anything that you want me to help you with or to coach you. And then look forward. I look forward to sharing the Gossip to Growth program with you very soon. Okay, everyone. Bye. so much for listening. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review. Your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when I read it. And it makes me want to keep going. So please leave a review and your review will also help other Christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for. So whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the review section and leave that review. Then head over to women of faith in and join our free Facebook community. And I look forward to engaging with you there.